This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Watson, he avoids the rush. At least the first time, not the second time. Three Steelers come firing through. Watt was there. Dupree was there. This is BetQL Daily with the Joes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio. Joe Ostrowski here and in for Joe Giglio. We've got Cody Decker. BetQL Daily weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon Eastern. The BetQL Network. Follow us on Twitter. The show is at BetQL Daily. At BetQL Daily every single day, we've been looking at different stat categories in the NFL. And if there's some value to bet it, I think there is with NFL Mosaks by team going to get to that in a quick minute and we're not trying to be COVID central but i think it it matters especially what happened with major league baseball yesterday bradley beal is no longer with usa uh basketball and then there was a, a story in the nfl and there's a competitive disadvantage that teams are talking about right now and training camp starts in less than two weeks away And we got this report from the Associated Press yesterday that there are two NFL teams that remain under 50% vaccinated. Under 50%. A couple of teams that people like that they're betting on heading into the season. We've got the Washington football team with their great defense. They have Ryan Fitzpatrick now as their quarterback. And the Indianapolis Colts with Frank Reich as their head coach. Carson Wentz, now their QB1, Washington and Indianapolis. Cody, I'm being honest. Like, I, I like both of these teams, but hearing less than 50% gives me pause going into the season. Frightens me, actually, more than anything else. It doesn't just frighten me for that team. It frightens me for the teams that they're going to be playing against in close proximity with because that could be a very serious matter in the NFL this season. And you mentioned a competitive disadvantage right out the gate because the team that I'm most looking forward to this season is the Washington football team, specifically because of that defense. I've been looking forward to this segment all day just to talk about the Washington <laughs> football team's D-line. I was so fired up to do it, but hearing this makes me pause, make me question everything I'm about to say. Uh, the highest vaccination rates, if you want to go positive, maybe a team you're willing to back, uh, Pittsburgh, Miami, Carolina, Denver, they're all at least 85%. Across the league, it's 73%, but there are like three, four teams that are close or below that 50% mark. So keep that in mind. It's concerning because keep in mind, it could be concerning for weeks at a time or possibly just one week of football, you know, depending on what kind of scenario we're going to have. But the fact that we're not hearing the words, the fact that we're not hearing 75% vaccinated or 85% vaccinated, I'm still blown away. We're not hearing 100% vaccinated, but under 50% is mind boggling to me. Any organization has got to be panicking right out the gate. I can imagine that they're completely panicking in DC because this is a team that is not short on controversy and they're just welcoming more right now. 
Yeah, you got that right. Uh, most sacks by team. Let's see if there's any value in the market. Last year, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. They finished with 56 team sacks. The Rams were in second with 53. And guess what? The Steelers did that in back-to-back seasons because in 2019, they also had the most sacks. They beat out Carolina. And in 2018, Pittsburgh and Kansas City, they were tied for the most. So it's the Steelers. That's I guess that's where we have to start the conversation. Uh, they are plus 650, second favorite tied with the Rams and the Bucks. But the, uh, the favorite you alluded to, Cody, the Washington football team, they are plus 600 to have the most sacks in the NFL. I think uh, with the exception of that COVID protocol scenario, to me, I think they're the smartest and best bet in the NFL as far as D-line goes. Because look at that lineup. It is loaded. And I mean absolutely loaded. Take take a guy like uh, Chase Young right out the gate or uh, or Montez Sweat. And there's also a name that we're not even mentioned probably. And that is Matt Iannetta because he was what out all year last year. You add him back to the mix. That team is looking really good on the defensive side. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. They're they are so tough. So tough. I'm looking forward to week number one football team against the Chargers. I believe that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm high on both of those squads. So uh, we're going to see what happens in week one. I'm looking for some value. I'm not going to bet on the Steelers doing it again, <laughs> but they could. That's how uh, that's how tough that defense is. A lot of continuity with that team every single season. Questions on the offensive side of the ball, but no questions about what they're going to do on the defensive side. They had by far the highest uh, pressure rate in the NFL. And I was looking at the pressure rate, seeing if there's any any value on the board. You've got Pittsburgh up there. The Rams are third. They lose their defensive uh, coordinator, Staley. He's now the head That actually surprises me. Do you think the Rams are going to maintain that losing that defensive coordinator? Because I don't. No, I, I don't. I would not bet on them. And they're one of the, the shortest numbers here at plus 650. But People probably will. They see Aaron Donald. Like, oh, okay, I'm probably going to bet on the Chargers. Uh, yeah, you mentioned the football team. They are the overall favorite. But there are two that really stood out. And we have a change with the coaching staff. But maybe the Eagles can repeat what they did last season. They are 28-1. to 1. They still have Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Josh Sweat. So they have all these pass rushers that were there a year ago. Graham finished with eight, Cox six and a half, Sweat with six. Uh, maybe they can repeat that performance on defense. They had the second highest pressure rate in the NFL. So 28 to one, it might be worth a shot. It might be. But you know what the team that really is I'm most excited to see? And I'm not sure if I can put any money on them yet because I just don't know what to expect. And that is just, is J.J. Watt legitimately going to change things in Phoenix? I don't know. I would love to see it. However, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't know. I don't know what J.J. Watt, we're going to see a lot of times that you see guys later in their career. They know it's going to be their last year or two. You put them in a winning situation. I mean, the Texans, obviously, just so toxic. I'm sure he's glad to get out of there, even though he was Mr. Houston Texan for so long. But uh, that's going to be fascinating. Tough, tough, NF- tough NFC West uh, from top to bottom. All right, I'm going to sound like a homer here. The Bears change their defensive coordinator. I knew it. <laughs> Sean Desai takes over. They stay in-house. The players love him. You still have Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, Lal Nichols. Mack had nine sacks last year. At 50-1, to 
They were fourth in the NFL in pressure rate last year. And 50 to 1 with Khalil Mack still on the team? It's probably worth a small bet. Do you really think so, though? Or are you just yeah. being a homer? That's my question. No, I'll be I'll be honest about it. I am not <laughs> people actually think I hate the Bears the way I talk about <laughs> the general manager. And I've said that Ryan Pace should be fired for years, and I'm not uh one for Matt Nagy. He has not impressed me. We'll, we'll see it for real. He finally has his quarterback. We'll see uh, if he has anything or he should be fired. And it's going to hurt the defense, losing Kyle Fuller, spending way too much money on defense over the years, and they had to cut him loose. He's now with the Denver Broncos. But, but yeah, I think they have a, a shot. Yeah, they can put pressure on the quarterback. And I don't think the change at defensive coordinator since they're staying in-house is going to hurt them that much. In fact, some people believe that Pagano was holding them back. Well, I actually like your pick of the Bears quite a bit. It's way better than my team of my fandom. I am a Raider fan, and that defense is made out of graham crackers. It's an absolute nightmare. Um, but you know, we're talking about all these D-lines right now. We, we brought up Washington already. But just the thing that drives me nuts about this COVID scenario, them being under 50%, is they have drafted D-line defensive guys for the last five years in the first high rounds for the last couple of years. And finally, the fruits of those labors are coming to fruition in this D-line. And it could all be lost simply because of ignorance. And that's what's driving me insane. They must be getting killed today in D.C. Oh, Just killed by football team fans. They have all these high expectations. They finally have decent quarterback play, which they did not get a season ago starting the year with Haskins and Alex Smith. Great story, but I mean, come on, the guy probably shouldn't have been on the field last season. And, uh, and people are looking at them to win the NFC East and maybe do more. And then this report comes out. We'll see if it changes. But the point is that we're less than two weeks away from training camp. So that means they're not going to be vaccinated by the time training camp starts. Are they, are they going to do it by the time the season starts? I have to say no. There's no reason for me to believe that it will. I mentioned with John Heyman earlier, we have Major League Baseball teams that are not past that 85% threshold. If they're not past it now, they're not getting past it. It's just not going to happen. And if the Washington football team is not past 50% now, right now where vaccines are free and very easy to get, it's just not going to happen. You put the vaccine in front of them in training camp, they're just going to stare at it and walk away from you. That's what's going to take place. They're not going to do it. And it's very, very frustrating because we all want to watch football. We don't want to, we don't want a Red Sox Yankee scenario happening in week four. Yep. Uh, yeah, we're all on board with that, <laughs> with that for sure. We all want to watch football. Uh, Cody, tell me about your Raiders. What's the expectation going into the season? You know, it's funny uh, looking at things from a Bears perspective. I was looking back on that Khalil Mack trade, which is now a wrap. All the draft picks have been used up by the Raiders. Most teams, when you get a haul like that for a defensive player, you should be able to reset your roster. And it looks like a couple of those guys we can already declare as probably bus what that's brutal man you get all those picks and it doesn't look like it's going to help things moving forward for them little tough they have been a team that has been stake taking small steps in the right direction i think we got a lot out of car last year who knew that Mar mariota coming in would light a fire under car of all the players that could light a fire under you but, but finally we got a year out of Derek Carr that like that's the guy that we need at the helm every single day he's uh, he was always a guy that was very easy to drop dump the ball off throw it out of bounds 
And last year, we finally got some toughness out of the guy. And that's what I think Raider fans have been missing from their quarterback position. Just some extra toughness. He has all the talent in the world. And not to mention, you add the, the addition of Waller over there, who I think is arguably top three best tight ends in the game. Um, I think that's a team that is poised to potentially take the next step. But they got to do something about that defensive line. It is just... Putting that defensive line against Patrick Mahomes is not fair. They're playing two different games. Yeah, I was making the case the the other day that uh, with the poor defense that the Raiders have and in Gr- another year in Gruden's offense, and you're right, Carr took some steps last season, that maybe if he stays healthy, Carr is going to be forced to rack up a ton of passing yards as a long shot for passing leader. Maybe he would be there. It doesn't mean that they would win the division, have a great season, because it is a tough division there. But uh, maybe he could be uh, near the top with passing yards because they're going to need it if they want to hang around in games. Yep, they're going to need to ride him all year because, again, also the offensive line I don't think is all all that much to ride home about either. So I don't expect the running game to be a huge part of the Raiders' offense this next season. That's Cody Decker in for Joe Giglio. I'm Joe Ostrowski. You've got BetQL Daily coming up next. Let's talk some MLB trade deadline. We are two weeks away, and the trades have begun. We'll play shop or drop with some of these MLB teams in the division and wildcard races. Keep it locked on BetQL Daily from BetQL.